education, but we're here for a real education. Dee, 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 dee. Welcome to A Real Education. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, movie sleuth, Melissa Kirscher. Hello! And uh, we have a special guest here this week. We're going to call him uh, Movie Victim Tom T. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Tom. So uh, here's the deal. Uh, we are going to watch Clue today. Yay. And uh, you uh, have never seen Clue. Is that right? That's that's correct. That is the weirdest thing ever. But <laughs> we forgive you because this podcast wouldn't work if you had seen it. So you need to tell us what you know about the movie Clue. It has Tim Curry and Madeline Kahn. Tim Curry and Madeline Kahn. Now, while this is the non-spoiler part of the podcast, I will confirm what you know <laughs> is correct. <laughs> this movie, yes. Clue, does have Tim Curry and Madeline Kahn. But Tim Curry is not in drag, right? He Tim is... Curry is not no, in drag. Not, no. Not drag. no, there's no, there's no Tim Curry in drag, nor is Madeline Kahn. For that matter, <laughs> but um, but but Tim Curry looks very nice in a suit. Oh, he does. He rocks the tuxedo. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah. So now we just spoiled that Tim Curry wears a tuxedo. Like, <laughs> pretty much, I think he it's wears the, clothing. It's pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close to the first shot in the movie. So I guess I don't feel too bad. That, that's not really a spoiler. About spoiling that. It's um, an all nude production of Clue. <laughs> That's so more, that's I, more I, in line with Rocky Horror. I yeah, will yeah. I will spoil because I don't feel it really gives much away about the film. It is in fact based on the board game Clue, much <laughs> in the same way that Pirates of the Caribbean is based on the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. I, that, I would say that Clue has more to do with the board game than Pirates of the Caribbean has to had, do with the the theme park ride. That's possible at that point. Anyway. But but not I mean not a ton and and <laughs> and I think you might sit there and you might say uh, have there been a lot of successful board game movies and uh, you know I I. Have they? I enjoyed. I enjoyed. <laughs> it was like, I enjoyed been one that I can think of. <laughs> I enjoyed Trouble the movie, but it was. Uh, I'm sorry. Wasn't that Big Trouble in Little China? That, anyway, no, no, no. sorry. Sorry. Uh, so Monopoly the movie. Monopoly the movie. Uh, that's pretty much any movie. Settlers of Catan the movie. <laughs> the movie. I built no, the I'm longest trying. road. I built the longest road. Movie over. <laughs> When it comes down to it, there's not a large collection. Of... So let's pretend the movie colon wood for sheep. <laughs> That'd be the that wouldn't that that's, be the porn adaptation? Yeah, that's like, that's the porn yes. parody yeah, of Settlers of Catan yeah, the movie. movie yeah. So uh, yeah, not a lot of there are not a lot of board game uh, films to compare Clue to, which means saying it's the best film based on a board game might be a, a little bar. disingenuous. <laughs> Uh, but it is. It really is. It really is the best movie based on a board game. There's a reason why we're watching it right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's quite enjoyable. And it's uh, an interesting, it's an interesting film in a lot of ways. Yeah, and much like the movie we just watched, Young Frankenstein, uh, this has a stellar cast. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> working at the top of their comedy game. Yes. Uh, and so uh, I think that's, that's all I want to say. I do want to say one other thing because that will make... A part of the movie make a lot more sense for Tom. Okay. This movie was released in theaters with three different endings. Oh. Okay. So um, one of the marketing gimmicks of the film is you would go to the movie, see it, but your friend may have gone to a different movie theater, seen it, and they would have seen a completely different ending. How did they do that? They had they, endings A, B, and C, yeah, and uh -huh. in the newspaper you would look... And it would list the movie, and then it would have next to the next to the movie A, B, or C. Right, so but did they ha so they had three different like prints of the film. Right, yeah, that they, they would, would distribute, out. and a, and a theater might have A, and the one across the town might have ending B, oh. and and they were hoping to make <laughs> good money off of that out of people seeing it multiple times, and there were a few people who did that, but it it really didn't do well at the box office. Mm. It made gangbusters business on home video because okay. what happened when they put it on home video is they put all three endings edited them together so all three endings are now sure. the ending of the film which yeah. is what you're going to see okay so yeah so you will see only... all three endings okay okay and, and it, it does make sense yeah when you see it in the movie it's just 
if if you went in without knowing that, you might go, what the hell is going on right now? I thought this movie was over. Why are we getting another ending? Oh my God, is, there's a third one? <laughs> so It's like a time, it's like, it could be a time travel thing yeah. if you weren't expecting it. It's yes. like Return of the King without Hobbits. So anyway. Oh, okay. uh, and it's are, a lot funnier. Uh, it, yeah, Return of the King doesn't have near, nearly as much comedy. Is it very funny at all? Return of the King. Return of the King. Yeah, is it very? It's got fun? comedic there's beats. There's moments. There's, there's. Yeah, that's what Marin and Pip. Marin and Pippin. Anyway, we're not even. Pippin and Mary are. We're not. We're not talking about the Lord of the Rings films right now. We're talking. Why haven't we done the Lord of the Rings? Well, films? we're gonna eventually, but right now we're gonna go watch Clue. Do you want to change it now? No, no, I don't think we do. We want to go watch Clue. Also, yeah. I've seen all of those. Well, so. yeah, okay, so yeah, you'd be a, you'd be a bad guest for I, that. I would. Yes. All right, so we're gonna go watch Clue. You should go watch Clue. That's how this all works. We'll be back. Oh, life could be a dream If I could take you up in paradise up above If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love Life could be a dream, sweetheart Hello, hello again Shaboom, and hope we'll meet again Oh, life could be a dream and we are back. Many bullets have been counted. Many hallways have run back, been run back and forth across. <laughs> and we back and forth across and back and forth across the hallways. And, and through the house. And through the house. And then back across the hallway again. And we have watched Clue. So, Tom, you being the only person here who has never seen Clue before, it is your job to tell us at the outset what you thought of Clue. I loved it! Yay! Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, I, that's, I saw that's you. The, 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 the better response. I, I saw <laughs> you. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. yeah. I saw you giggling very early on at, at some of the snappy lines. I'm like, oh, oh Tom is, go- is in for this. Oh, it's Tom is in. Yeah. <laughs> This it should is. this should be okay. Yeah, we should it should work out. This will go. We're well. not going to have to apologize for the experience later. No, no. no. Yeah. Everybody was. I don't know. I guess everybody was really good mm-hmm. in that. I don't. Um. I mean, it, it was what it was. It was goofy and it was silly and. Indeed, goofy and yeah. silly. And it doesn't take itself too. I don't think you can take yourself too seriously <laughs> when you're basing your movie on a board game. <laughs> You can't be like Battleship. I'm just gonna say that. Oh God, that's right. There was Battleship. That's the only. Oh my thing, God. That's the only board game movie I could think of. We're not watching Battleship. We're not gonna watch Battleship, dear I, listeners. I suppose, I suppose there's Real Steel based on Rock'em Sock'em Robots. There... Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh dear God. Oh God. Um, Where's the story? There? I hear a lot of video game movies, but not a or lot like, of board game movies. Maybe a tabletop RPG, but like that's like all high fantasy. Yeah. There is a Dungeons and Dragons movie we're not going to watch. So we're going to we're <laughs> maybe we will because that's amazing in its own way. We're going to have to talk a bit about many of the uh, many of the people involved in this film, mostly the actors. Uh, there are indeed. so many people involved in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the cast is is pretty remarkably top notch mm-hmm. for a movie that was a weird ass idea to begin with. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, let's make a movie about the board game Clue. And they somehow managed to work it in. I mean, they do a decent job. There's there's all of the murder weapons. And they're all, all presented the, as like lovely gifts. They are. Yes. And they're all they're all the rooms that are in the house uh-huh. in the board game are in the movie. And then the secret passageways. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Those are actually from the Go board to the game. right yep. rooms. Yeah. Yep. And everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're actually uh, situated properly. Yes. Uh, even though, and, and they built the set for this movie so that everything was situated pro- properly except for the ballroom, which they hardly spend any time yeah. in. Yeah, you've only heard it mentioned. Did you ever see the ballroom? Yeah. Uh, they're okay. they're in the ballroom at one point, but that was okay. the only thing that was not in the same set. That that was that was the one where Miss Scarlet had to investigate the curtains. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, yeah. So and that's about so all. Those strange wafting curtains. Cur- yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Which so and so um, there's uh, but there's a lot of stuff to talk. about. We talked about Madeline Kahn quite a bit. Yes. But uh, you well, know, the last several weeks, yes, Madeline Kahn. <laughs> oh, one of our favorites. It's been, it's she's been she's same same on the side of my face, <laughs> which was an ad lib that was not in the script. Okay, it's just Madeline Kahn. Uh, Madeline Kahn, Madeline, Madeline conning the shit out of it. Yep, Madeline conning it up. And I love her her. 
her harmony on he's I know. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I cracked up just like random heart like every time there's like random singing in movies that's mm-hmm. where it's not a musical i always just i, I crack up well, and that's that's the best just because it's so <laughs> nonsensical yes we're all going to sing for she's a jolly good fellow and yes. <laughs> now you're going to get arrested yes uh i um I have to say now, uh, when I saw it in the theater, uh, and I when saw it... When did it come out, by the way? 1985. Okay. I saw it in the theater twice, and I ended up seeing uh, the Miss Peacock ending both times. Ah! Uh-huh. So I was disappointed, because I didn't get to see any of the other <laughs> endings. Uh, but I was, I've was i always been disappointed since the movie came out, because I like that they have all three endings, but I dislike the fact that they tell you which ending is the truth. Yeah, well... But do this the, is the way they do. Oh, this is the way it actually I, I was happened. Ins- I was assuming that was like another like, but is it? No, sort of they don't. Okay. Well, they, well, I mean, they did that for home video. Yeah. And and I think that was just how they decided to make it work for home video. Why are we just tacking all the... Because it, was, sure. it wasn't like they had DVD back then. If they're going to put it on there, it's going to be videotape. Right. And so... You can't, like, skip Yeah, you can't right. say... You, you can't... I think some of the DVD releases, you can randomize what ending yeah. you watch. Yeah, yeah. that would and make I, sense. My understanding is originally there was going to be Oops, an ending sorry, where sorry. all of the... Each, each one of them was guilty. Yeah, and then there was one other where everybody was with guilty. The That's a lot of filming to do. With yeah. the exception, and this is true, Mr. Green was never going to do it. Because he's the only one in the movie who ever says he didn't do it. Right. Yeah. So Mr. Green was always going to be innocent. Okay. <laughs> because he was the only one that ever said, I didn't, I didn't do, do it. it. Yeah. And he says it all the time. <laughs> he, he like maintains it throughout ma- the entire he's thing. He's the only person who maintains his innocence through the entire yeah. film. There, there's also, uh, there was also, I believe it was actually filmed, but they scrapped it. There was actually a fourth ending uh, that was shot where Wadsworth committed all the murders uh, because he needed more perfection in his life or something like that and it, he poisoned everybody by poisoning the drinks and uh, that's Wadsworth, really dark. Wadsworth gets killed by dogs outside. Yeah, it's super oh, dark. Geez, which is why, yeah, which is why they never used it. Yeah, I think the, that sounds like it's for the better. There was a novelization and apparently the fourth <laughs> ed- ending is part of the novelization. Okay. So yeah. All right. So yeah, that's um, that's <laughs> yeah. another one of those interesting factoids about the film. Uh-huh. There are I, so many factoids. I, yeah, yeah. We'll get to the a lot of the factoids. We kind of have to run through, you know, uh, director. Uh, yeah. The, and and I can't remember who directed this film. Uh, it uh, is Jonathan Lynn. There you go. Okay. The guy who directed My Cousin Vinny. This was his. Uh, this was his <laughs> debut. Actually, we should we should back up a little bit because if I remember right, this project was started by John Landis who uh, we watched we watched Trading Places long right. long ago one, yep. one Happy Christmas and John Landis uh, wrote the story and he was looking for a writer and Tom Stoppard of all people was working on it for a while <laughs> But the that would have writing. been a really different movie. Yeah, he, he eventually gave the money back. He said, oh, look, I'm not writing this. I give up. And and so eventually uh, Jonathan Lynn got involved. And I believe, I know he's the director. I think he also wound up writing most of the script. Speaking as a writer, by the way, I resent any writer who can give money back. It's like, finish the goddamn script and keep your money. It's they don't have to use it, buddy. I don't care. Principal my ass. Keep the money. <laughs> So what you're saying is you're not principled. You just want the goddamn I'm money. I'm saying I just want the goddamn money. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. I was, I was so, kind of so, like, putting Tim Curry aside, yes. I was surprised how many of the elements are very similar in the Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show. Yeah. Like, Lonely Old Mansion. Yeah. Daw, like, guard dogs. Yeah. Two people saying, can I come in and use your phone? Oh, yeah. It's just like, there, there's the, the, the stranded the motorists. Only, the only and... thing they're missing, like, the only thing they're missing is corsets and fishnets. Yeah. <laughs> well, there could have been some other yeah. in the photos. In, yeah, in that's, the black that's true. Photos? That's true. But we don't ever see them. They, I mean, there's no cannibalism. There's monkey brains, but yeah, there's no monkey cannibalism. Brains. No. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Complete no lack of saxophone. Yeah, true. Dis- d- disappointing. No, no, no. They had shake, rattle, and roll prominently featured. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, there is saxophone. saxophone. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. So Tom, Tom, Tom Stoppard. Tom Stoppard gave the money back. He's too goddamn successful, so he could just yeah. say no. 
I've been working on this script for a year. I haven't come up with anything good. Just take my money back. Yeah. Instead of just turning in something crappy Crap. and letting them get a rewrite. That's so, all he had to do. Tom. Jonathan Lynn steps in. And Jonathan Lynn was a, a TV writer for the BBC. And he, he wrote stuff like Yes, Minister and Yes, Prime Minister. Okay. Uh, he wrote a few Those novels. He's written series, for the right? stage. He's directed for the stage. He's okay. been an actor since the 1960s. This was his debut directorial movie. Okay. So this is the first thing he... he'd And then he directed a handful of movies after that. He did okay. Nuns on the Run and My Cousin Vinny, probably most notably. Okay. But... Um, Winning an Oscar for Marissa Tomei. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did. Or rather, well, she, she won, she won the Oscar for My Cousin yeah, Vinny. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. But anyway, uh, yeah, in, interesting guy. He's been working forever. Uh, he yeah. studied law at Cambridge and then just decided, no, I'll go into acting. Fuck it. <laughs> I shall go into the theater. <laughs> That's what happens in England. It it really yeah it does you know something about studying law. It's like no I don't want to do this. Anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting that you say he was a he was he was a stage actor and a director. Yeah, for, that that makes yeah. There's something very stagey about that. Yeah. This is very noises off in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to compare it to. Yeah, well, speaking. I mean, it, it, I mean, it it is set in the the setting is very contained yeah. and uh -huh. should be. Since it's based on the yep. Clue board game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it should, there shouldn't be a lot happening outside that fucking mansion, right? Uh, no. Somebody gets murdered, you figure out who it is. You game can't over. You anybody leave. <laughs> yeah. Literally game over. Yeah. Yeah, literally the game's over. So. <laughs> well, and I, th and I think it's easier to make a board... Uh, I'm sorry. It's easier to make a movie out of a board game if it already has the potential for narrative structure in the gameplay. Which is the one thing Clue has over, yeah. say, Sorry. Mm -hmm. Or, or even Battleship. battleship. <laughs> um. Or Hungry Hungry Hippos. Uh, hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh, they're we hungry. Need, they eat marbles. We what more? Need, we need a Hungry Hungry Hippos movie. They are the most deadly African mammal oh, in yeah. Africa. Oh, yeah. They're, they're murder monsters. They are. And then so, there are pygmy hippos, which are so cute. Also are, probably murder monsters, but I'd like one. But also, they, they don't exist anymore. They're... Extinct. Which ones? Pygmy hippos. hippos. Actually, uh, I believe there are some. Still no, there are around. some. Yeah. Hmm. They also make the worst cats. Well, of course, hippos <laughs> make bad cats. I don't even understand. <laughs> oh, there, there's I, a t there's a now, tumbler. I'll send it to you later. Okay. Now I I am imagining a factory full of pygmy hippos just making cats <laughs> on a, on a yeah, assembly maybe. line. And how they can't, oh, no. they don't even have fingers really. They don't. I mean, how would they even yeah, be just able kind to of mash them together? <laughs> See, rant, bad cats. Rant, rant. Yeah, they would make bad cats. Oh, God. Okay, so back to the movie we back watched. To the movie. Okay, okay. So I should also some of the movies we want to watch. Also, in passing, I should mention there there are like five or six producers on this movie, but it's a weird mix of producers because first of all, we've got John Landis, okay. and uh, also Deborah Hill, who uh, was one of the first and best known female producers in Hollywood for a long, long time. In the Hollywood. In the Hollywood. <laughs> in the Hollywood. And uh, she was the pr producer for most of John Carpenter's early films. Like, okay. She was partnering with John Carpenter for decades. So like when he was good. Movie. Like yep. when he was yeah. good. Wow. No, I mean, my, my long time theory about John Carpenter is that he's, his film started sucking when she stopped working with him. Mm. Well, is and he only a horror director, or did he do other things? He's done some other things. Starman okay. is a very sweet, lovely movie. Okay. Oh. Yeah, there's oh, nothing yeah. in Starman. That, well, I, I mean, it well, is, anyway. It's anyway, got horror elements, but that's does. a different movie. It does, but it, but it's just a, it's not meant, it's not a horror movie. Have we done it? Oh, yeah, we did Halloween. I was like, did we, we did. not do John Carpenter? We've done John yeah, Carpenter. Yeah, we need, fine. we should do some more of John Carpenter. Yeah, Carpenter's it's likely, yeah. But anyway, uh, she Oh, passed. we did the thing. We've done, all right, never We've mind. done a few. All right, so... Back to it's, the movie. We've been doing this for <laughs> once again. My, it's my job to keep us on track, and I'm doing a very <laughs> Good bad job. Good Lord, Tim. All right. <laughs> we'll just chastise you about this. So anyway, um, she she passed away in 2005 of cancer. So there's a tragic death. Tragic death. Thank God. You know, just just wow. we'll get that what's, out of the what's way. What's the point of even doing these if we don't have one of those? <laughs> and 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 then we have John Peters of all people as one of the producers. So John Peters was a hairdresser, <laughs> and <laughs> and in 1973 he wound up doing Barbara Streisand's hair, and he fell in love with her, and then basically became her manager. Well, it's all about who you know, right? I mean, if Harrison Ford got yes. on to, got got um. Harrison Ford got to know George Lucas by like doing carpentry work on... at his house. Yeah. yeah, at his ranch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh... and now he's married to Callista Flockhart. That's how these things happen. Yeah. 
<laughs> John Peters is not Harrison Ford. John Peters in it. So no. John John Peters, well, he he when he met Barbara Streisand and was getting it on with her, he was married to <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren, who we just watched as Ms. Scarlet. And so, she's a dead ringer for Susan Sarandon, by the way. And she, and she uh, those cheekbones. Yeah, the, it's just, the cheekbones yeah. and the curly hair. Yeah, another another parallel yeah. to Rocky Horror. So John it's Peters, very tenuous. Uh, he was head of Sony Pictures before that. Uh, it was a Polygraph, I think it was uh, the production company. Um, as a producer, like his movies have received over like 250 Oscar nominations and blah, blah, blah. He was like the producer in the eighties. So he produced stuff like the color purple and Batman, the Michael Keaton. Okay. He was the guy who put Michael Keaton in as Batman. Uh Um, he (laughs) He also made some terrible films. Let's be fair. Oh God. Well, Tango and Cash is a very special film. Didn't he make Wild Wild West? He did. Yeah. So anyway. And, and, and there's this infamous Kevin Smith story about when Kevin Smith was attached to write the, a Superman movie. Oh, that's right. And John Peters really, really wanted a giant spider to be the big bad at the end of the Superman movie, and Kevin Why? Smith was like, yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah. So when John Peters didn't get his way with Kevin Smith's Superman script, that's the whole reason why Wild Wild West ends with a giant robotic spider. spider. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Because John Peters was mad that We're he not going to be get... watching Wild Wild West. We are not going to be watching Wild Wild West. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, there's this movie called Shampoo uh, with Warren Beatty as a hairdresser that... It, anyway, not the, watching that either. Actually, shampoo is fairly good. <laughs> no, it's but, not bad. But, but anyway, um, but really his, his character list. in shampoo is based on Jay Sebring, who was uh, kind of uh, tangential to the Manson murders, and John Peters. <laughs> Are we playing like six degrees of? John Peters right yeah, now. Well, right now, because, yes, because I find him fascinating. That's right. And because that's our producer group. That That is our, okay. most of our producer group, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. So we know, they, so, they, so they make this film, which it, yes. it doesn't even make sense how it got made in the first place. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And it and it is a, basically a flop. Oh, yeah. It did not do well. Yeah. The whole gimmick of the three different endings, which they thought would work. I think that's cute, but... It yeah, did not work at all. They were and, hoping for a lot of repeat viewers, and they just didn't get it. But, but, but man... Once it went to home video, uh-huh. it went nuts. Yeah. Sure. And so my story about this, before we get into the actors, who are all amazing, and we need to talk about them briefly. Uh-huh. My story about this, I run a show called Vilification Tennis. Uh, some of our listeners have probably heard of it. <laughs> And there was one show that we did a few years back, and I don't even remember how it came up, but somebody mentioned the movie Clue, and one of the actors on stage said, Clue, nobody's seen the movie Clue. And I said, I said, stop. (laughs) And I looked out to the audience, and I said, finish this. And I just said, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And literally everybody in the audience went, I am your singing telegram. Bang! (laughs) And I turned to the actor on the stage and I just dropped the mic. Not not for real. Not for real. You don't drop drop mics. You don't drop mics. No, 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 no. no, no. That's very bad. I held out the mic and dropped it and caught it in my other hand. That's how professionals do (laughs) it. So it's kind of a mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... (laughs) I think I think there should be a person always waiting in the wings with a pillow, and you drop the mic and it just lands like on the pillow. You need a stunt mic. I need, a you, stunt you, you need, you need a, a mic drop mic. catcher. Yes. You really do. Um, so th- I mean that that is the kind of my point here. Aside from the fact that that performer was dumb, is um, <laughs> oh you're not naming names here. It was Bob. Anyway. <laughs> Well, excuse yes. me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was Bob. He's not oh, going to live it down. Oh, I'm going to tweet at <laughs> if you, Bob. If you listen to this Can podcast, we all tweet angrily at Bob? We actually, we actually played a game later where I had to give actors prompts, and Bob's prompt, I turned to him and I said, The movie Clue. <laughs> he was like, you. you son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, 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 the point is, it was a theater full of people, and they all knew this movie. Yeah. Okay. That is how popular it has gotten. <laughs> and also it since played, it was in the theater. It played nonstop on cable. Can I can yeah. I can I say yeah. the thing I was gonna uh, Yeah, it's, so, yes, please. Um so 
before I'd seen this movie, I used to belong to a shadow cast called Transvestite Soup that would do the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And Which is a thing, in case you've never heard of that. Yeah. I, yeah if, if we you still need to do Rocky We'll Horror. do that. Yeah, we'll do it. Don't, don't invite me. I've seen it too many times. <laughs> so have I. Yeah. yeah. But as have I. But I've, I'd heard of shadow casts performing Clue as a move as, as a as like a shadow cast movie and even though it's not a musical i can really see why they would do that mm-hmm. i really just want to think of all those people dressed up as the characters in the movie running back and forth across the oh stage. the rocky yeah. horror characters no i mean dressed up as oh, the clue I see, characters I see. Yeah. shadow casting it running back and forth across <laughs> yes. the stage the, wadsworth the, movie. the butler like Alright, which should bring so, us uh, to Tim Curry. Tim Curry! Yay. I enjoy Tim Curry very much. Everybody should. So, so there, oh, yes. brief, brief yes, anecdote. Please do. So there's a game called Salad Bowl that I, um, I've played with my family a couple times, and I put in Tim Curry because I figured people would get it. And um, I said, uh, I said his last name is an Indian food, and somebody said, Non! <laughs> the kicker is this is already after I'd gotten everybody to guess Tim. Oh, oh. Tim Nan. So now so now in my house in my in my family, Tim Curry is known as Tim Nan. That's brief awesome. aside. <laughs> okay, so Tim Nan. <laughs> Well, no, really go for some non. Tim Curry is a stage name, actually. Folks. <laughs> Tim Nod. True fact: he was born in India. His name is Tim Nod. Oh dear! I'll show myself. Uh, no, no, no! It's it's fine. It's okay. fine. <gasps> so well, anyway, Tim for, Curry for Rocky Horror Picture Show and Hunt for Rocky. I believe Rocky Horror was his first film. Let me look it up. That's my job. <laughs> I, because my job because is, was, is to is the information specialist. He was a stage actor, and he did originate the role of Frankenfurter yeah. on yeah, the West would, End. Yeah, he in the he uh, Broadway musical. Yeah, or the was, West End um, musical, I should say. Yeah, he was in the uh, London production of Hair, and yes, got yes, got big on that, and then worked with like Royal Shakespeare Company and all this stuff, uh-huh. and then became yeah. Frankenfurter and Rocky Horror. And yeah. so when they made the movie he was picked to also move to the movie cast uh-huh. and so i believe i think he did like a couple tv spots prior to that but he did some tv series i'm just i'm just working first, through this those first movies the shout horror. 1978 oh looks like a movie which is still after i haven't heard of that rocky one. horror picture that's show. after rocky yeah horror. rocky horror picture show came out in uh, 1975 so yep rocky horror F- picture show was his first Awesome film. Yeah. Yes, yes. So he was also in like Hunt for Red October, and uh, he's he does how much of Red on how much of uh, Hunt for Red October is he actually in? Enough. Enough. Okay. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Doctor Petrov. He's yes, in a bunch. He, he, he says the captain's going to scuttle the ship. Yes. He says that <laughs> in in his Russian accent. Wait, no, no, he didn't uh, even try Russian. No, accent. nobody yeah. did. Nobody did. Yeah. yeah, um, that's it, probably a good choice. And of course, no, Sam Nell. <laughs> Try to Russian accent. Yes, Sam I would Nell like to or have Sam seen Neil. Sam Neil. I <laughs> would like to have seen Montana. Sam Nod. Sam Nod. He was Cardinal Rieslu in the Three Musketeers. Another yes. film that we will not be watching. Wait, Tim Tim Curry was. Yeah. yeah, might have to watch that one now. Yeah. Mm. I want to watch a lot of Three Musketeers adaptations. Yeah. I finally read the book. I want to uh-huh. watch them all now. Three Musketeers. There's is... one with uh, Michael York. Yo- he, oh, that one's a hell. He of is thing. very that's, pretty. That's, that's a hell of a thing. That's the one to watch. The okay. Three Musketeers, yeah. Four Musketeers, which we should do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. anyway, back to Tim Curry. And uh, <laughs> uh, Tim Curry was in Legend, which is not a good movie, but boy, he's great in it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and of course, you know, he's done tons of like I, cartoon voices. Oh, one of my favorite he, cartoons yeah. was um, he was Hexus in Fern Gully, yeah. which is a role that I can only describe as Dr. Frankenfurter is pollution. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's, it's just like he has this like sexy song in the middle of it. Talking about how he's your toxic love. Wow. There's, yeah, in a kids movie. Wow. For kids. <laughs> yeah, kids movie for kids. <laughs> it's a kids movie. Oh, there's a movie we should watch, Hudsucker Proxy. You oh know, God, you know for kids. So, uh, and he's also oh, he, he he's the he's a voice in Clone Wars, isn't he? Palpatine. I think he's Palpatine uh. in Clone. If he is, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. All <laughs> yeah, right. it's amazing. Anyway, anyway, so he's he's done he's shit fabulous. tons of stuff. He yeah. really has. Oh, if and, you don't if you don't know him, you probably know his voice. And he was Pennywise in It yes! in the 1990 one. Yes. And he's afraid of clowns. Oh, that's 
That's so cute. <laughs> right? And and terrifying. Yeah. He probably doesn't think it's cute. He probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. He probably terrified himself every time he looked in the yeah. mirror. <laughs> probably, like, as soon as the makeup was on, he's like, I don't want to know what I look like. That's another, like, the It miniseries is one that I would like to watch, and I think I could probably, like, for years I've always like, oh, it's too scary, I can't handle it, and I'm like, eh, I probably could. Yeah. I'll just have you know that while I'm looking up uh, to find out if indeed he did a vo- what voice he did in uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, uh, he was in a uh, 2009 video, Barbie and the Three Musketeers. Oh! <laughs> was he also Cardinal Richard? He was Philippe. Anyway, oh, uh, bad that's casting. Maybe that's, maybe that's the standard for Richelieu. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> anyway, he's not he's not working a whole lot recently because he, he's had he was, some health issues. He was in the Rocky Horror remake. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. I. Yes, indeed. Star Wars: The Clone Wars, he's 2012 Palpatine. to 2014. Darth Sidious slash Chancellor Palpatine. Yes, mm. <laughs> Tim Curry. We see, we see Tim Don. <laughs> Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. Is it in the 2016 yes, TV <laughs> TV movie of the Rocky That's Horror Picture Show, which frankly makes no sense they even did that. I but mean, nonetheless, he was the criminologist. Yes. yes, I mean we're not here to critique the Rocky Horror remake, but I'll just yeah. say there are things I liked about it, there are things I don't, and we'll yeah. leave it at that. So anyway, but Tim. Curry, anyway, in this movie, I'd like to watch it sometime. Actually, the remake, the remake, yeah, yeah, I, I would watch it with you. Okay, it's awesome. good. Tim it's good Curry stuff. did anyway. uh, many things. He was not originally cast to be the Wadsworth. In no, 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 no. Um, they they went through a whole bunch of it, like I think John Cleese was considered a whole. I bunch can of see that. And, I can see that. And eventually. Um, um, well, Honestly, I could see any of the pythons doing something like this because yeah. it's goofy as all get out. Well, I mean, Jonathan Lynn worked on Nuns on the Run with Eric Idle. Oh, okay. yeah. So, Jonathan Lynn eventually, I think he and Tim Curry, since they're both on the British stage, I have think... known each other since, like, birth. So, <laughs> eventually, Tim Curry got attached to the project through. Yeah. Jonathan the one name that you did not mention that is fascinating is Rowan Atkinson. Oh, that's right. Oh. Was originally. Going to be Wadsworth, and the producers didn't want him because they like, they're like, oh, Americans know who he is. don't know who he is. American nerds would know who he was at that point because of uh, black. Did, not eighty five. When you look, when you look, okay. when you look at a film that flopped like Clue did, it didn't matter. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But. If we still would not have had Tim Curry as Wadsworth. So, yeah. okay. so we should probably uh, tick through the other. What? There are other actors in this There's film? so many other actors. Right. I have so much trivia. Thank goodness we do not have to talk about Madeline Kahn anymore. Let us move on. <laughs> I, lo- I do like love Madeline her. Kahn's performance. Oh, we I loved love her, her, and we talked about the fact we- that she ad libbed the flames on the side <laughs> of her face. Yeah. Yep. So yep. why don't we talk about Leslie Ann Warren? Okay, so Leslie Ann Warren, you know, one. Once uh, married to John Peters, mm-hmm. um, she's an interesting woman. I don't think most people recognize her these days, but she was like the youngest student of under Lee Strasberg at, at the New York Actors Studio. Oh wow! Um, she was a child actress uh, trained in ballet, and there's okay. this famous adaptation of Cinderella in 1965 a live action i think it might have even been made for tv where okay. she played cinderella it was like this balletic it, it, it's lovely okay. and i remember watching it as a kid and it's fantastic um she was on the original mission impossible for one season uh-huh. uh she's in victor victoria she's, she is i love that movie she was in victor victoria yes. she's, she's uh. the, the gangster's have you done that Mall. one? Not yet. We should. That, that's a good one to add to the list. Oh, that'd be a really good one. It's such do. a long list. But yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. I'll have to watch um, that one again. She's been doing tons of TV lately. Like she's She was on like Will and Grace and Desperate Housewives. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. A but, lot of TV yeah. actors tend to pop up in different places. She's in the yes. latest series of Daredevil. Oh, she is. That's right. <laughs> Um, again, and then we've got Martin Mull, another uh, mostly TV, TV actor. Yeah. He was... He That's wasn't really... in the It miniseries. I did look before. Uh, Martin Mull, yeah, no, he's no, not. No, he's not. But he, he, I think he had a role in Roseanne, like the original run once, once he did. in a while. He um, did. He, he was on Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, way, way, way back. Um, I remember him in the 80s as being in the movie Mr. Mom. <laughs> Which is also a movie we're not going to do. No, we're not going to do that. We talk about a lot of movies we aren't going to do. That's a that's yeah. a movie that has not aged well. I'm just Oof. saying. Um, I will just. He did. Ha- I saw in his quotes on IMDb. I will quote it here because I love it. 
I don't jog. It makes the ice jump right out of my glass. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, uh, continuing with the TV actors, we've got Eileen Brennan, who was also on tons and tons and tons of TV shows. Uh-huh. Uh, she passed away relatively recently. She was, but she also had cancer. You'll be oh. happy to hear. She, you know. <laughs> 2013. Be happy to hear. Yeah, she died in 2013. Well, Mal and Khan had a tragic death, but we already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we already yeah. had that. We did talk about the tragic death, did we? Or is well, it... not on this podcast. Oh, we talked yeah. about it. We talked about it two podcasts ago. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. she she really that's totally old news. Way at this point. too yeah. She died. Yeah. But anyway, Eileen Brennan. She was in the Sting, so she's appeared on this podcast before. Too. Yes, she has. <laughs> uh, she she was in Private Benjamin. She was the drill sergeant. She was amazing. Uh, Murder by Death, which is a movie very similar to this. It was like Proto Clue. That's like a goofy ass title. I gotta oh, movie, say. A Murder it's by a Death goofy is goofy ass movie. Awesome. <laughs> Murder by Death is great, and it is the it is a weird cast. It's so great. Um, and we should also do the Last Picture Show, which she was also in mm. mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman. Yeah, there, there's a tie-in to Young Frankenstein. Hey. Besides uh, Madeline Kahn. Yeah, but yes, yes. So Eileen <laughs> Brennan, um, when she did this movie, she was recovering. No, wait. She... She'd just gotten out of rehab. She had just gotten out of rehab. Um, and just not not too long prior to this in 1982 she was in a really bad car accident she was Ooh. walking across the street and a drunk driver hit her Jeez. she had actually been having dinner one evening with Goldie Hawn and crossed the street and got hit by a car wow. and so i think she was still recovering from that and the rehab was probably related um she's also if i remember right she was also uh um she went through rehab for alcoholism in the 70s. Uh-huh. So she was a survivor of that. Um, also, she she had cancer in the late 80s and then had a mas- mastectomy in 1990 and was fine for many, many years and then finally passed away in 2013. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She was very so, funny in this one. Oh, I love her. Her character is so good. Yeah. I... I and I love her glasses. Oh, her glasses! I mean, those rhinestone glasses are yeah. And, and the and the, the the fall of feathers that just keeps like <laughs> the migrating around, around her head. Her head. <laughs> yeah, your glasses almost look like hers. You just need more rhinestones. I need more rhinestones. I I found. I found an online glasses retailer that sells really obnoxious rhinestone glasses. I might have to go for a <laughs> yes. couple pairs. Yes. <laughs> Look like Eileen Brennan. Wait, no. Yes. A Mrs. Peacock cosplay would be really cool. I'm just about age appropriate for that. I kind of like it. <laughs> You'd have to get a whole group of people together because otherwise you won't. Yeah. I, I find it fascinating that they don't... None of the actors are dressed in their colors. No. But... When they pull up in their cars, all the cars are color-coded correctly to their okay. names. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> future cosplay ideas aside. Future cosplay ideas. I, I know I mm, Wendy would probably do Mrs. White. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can find yeah, you. Yeah, she could do that. <laughs> I, I'd volunteer for this. All okay, right. awesome. So we've got Christopher Lloyd. We've heard of Doc him. Doc Brown. Yeah. Doc Brown. I mean, we haven't done that either. We haven't done Oh, we Back should do Back to the Future. Okay. Good Lord. How God, do we find somebody who has this podcast is just like, um, well, 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 yeah, it can and happen. And we haven't done Who Framed Roger Rabbit either. We found somebody who hadn't seen Clue. We're, I mean, we can find anything. We can find anything. We can find anything. Okay, okay. Wonder Real Education Powers Activate. <laughs> and then we've got Michael McKeon, who we've also seen on this this podcast before because we watched Mighty Wind. Yes. We have not done Spinal Tap, though. Well, we're going to do that anyway. We uh, need to do Spinal <laughs> Tap. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. We and, need to and, do Spinal Tap. And, and also, he's recently been on Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. yes, yes. Uh, he's married to Annette Tool. He's been working with... The, he was um, uh, part of the cast of... Saturday Night Live for a while. Okay. And he and Dan Aykroyd are the only people who have appeared on Saturday Night Live as musical guests, hosts, and regulars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting... That's an interesting... Pair. Interesting club. pair. It's, it's even yeah. more interesting than the, like, five-time host club or whatever. There's a sketch Yeah, there's, like, it. a nine-time host club Yeah, now. that's... Yeah. yeah. It, 
Yeah, it keeps There's going. a five-time host club. Yeah, yeah that's that's the sketch. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, Which but. is a fine sketch. You should look it up. It's filled I, with many actors. I've seen yes. it, yes. Yeah. I've been shown it. Yeah. No, I'm telling our <laughs> listeners. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. We're talking, we're talking to other people here. The, the, what? what? It, it, there are other people here? Yeah, the, the royal them. The royal they. <laughs> the royal they. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um... <laughs> Uh, and, and weirdly enough, Michael McKeon was also hospitalized with a broken leg after being hit by a car while he was watching. Jeez. I know, right? Is this film cursed or what? Uh, well, it, it happened it before a... the film. Oh, okay. No, no, no. This one actually happened in 2012. Oh, so So recently. that's much after yeah. the film. Yeah, it's, it's far after. We can't that. really blame it on the film at this yeah. point. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> the in two the, things were really pretty far apart. It's not like yeah. Macbeth. No. So that's... Basically the main cast, and then we've got uh, Colleen Camp as Yvette, uh-huh. who is Mrs. Vanderhoff in Wayne's World, <laughs> and and <laughs> I think she's in like Die Hard with the Vengeance. She's she's in like five movies a year and has been since the seventies. She's wow. just one of those reliable character actresses. Sure, she's probably played more co- female cops than any other actress ever in the history of the world. Wow, because uh, she's just one of those people. Um, she started acting at the age of three. And she was basically discovered while she was working as a bird trainer at Bush Gardens. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. She uh, used to be married to an executive at Paramount Studios. Uh, isn't anymore, but she's still around. She still does stuff. Um, she has not had a tragic death. I'm okay. sorry. Oh, or or right. cancer okay. or yeah, a car okay. accident. Or... Yeah, not yet. I mean, not Eileen yet. Brennan Don't was 80. It. It's kind of hard to call it a tragic death. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But, you know. She had a good long run. Yeah, especially given things that happened to her, that poor woman. So, uh, Jane Weedlin, who was the I I am your singing telegram, bang! Thank you, everybody. It's it's now a refrain. (laughs) Okay. She's the rhythm guitarist for the Go-Go's. True. What? I was a a huge fan of the Go-Go's. I'm like, shit, she's in the Go-Go's, and then she was dead. And I was like... What? <laughs> she was in. She, she's one of the Google. What is that? How we did? Yeah. She should have been able to play the guitar before they killed her. I mean, come on. Oh, it was so sad. She, she also played Joan of Arc in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. She did. Nice. She did. Yep, this That's I another one as well. I need to see. Oh, and she was in Star Trek Four. She's a huge Star Trek fan. Oh. Which one? Oh, Star Trek Save the Whales? <laughs> Star Trek Save the Whales, exactly. That's what well, my mom calls it. I don't it. remember in Star Trek 4. But she, she was like, she had a bit part. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she's a huge Trek nerd. So. It, and apparently she w- lives in Wisconsin again. She oh, was born what? in Wisconsin. She lived on the West Coast for a while. I think she's moved back to Wisconsin. We should invite her to. We work. should have her be on a podcast. <laughs> you should, you yeah. should invite her to be on a real education. Yeah. What, have you, what have you not seen? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then we have Lee Ving, who is Mr. Body. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. What he, a slime ball. He's the front man for L.A. punk band Fear. <laughs> and he was he also has some bit parts here and there. In movies. Okay. Like, he was in Flashdance and Streets of Fire and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, he's from Minneapolis. Does he still live in Minneapolis? Oh, local connections galore in this movie. It's amazing. <laughs> right, right? Does he still live in Minneapolis? I don't think so. Oh. I think he's an L.A. guy. Oh. But... I just I get sad when people abandon. I, I haven't managed to stalk him efficiently. So, <laughs> and then, and then, I think he's actually uncredited. But Howard Hessman comes in as the evangelist at yep. the end. Yep, Howard Hessman, who's actually the investigator. Yeah, Baby, Howard Hessman. If you've ever wondered, wondered, wondered whatever became of me, I'm living, living on, on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. <laughs> right, that's in the, that anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. I can do oh, the whole. I, I can do the whole song. Can you do not. the closing credits? <laughs> I'm gonna say technically yes, I could. <laughs> there aren't. You lyrics, can make a good go of it. But I'm not gonna. So, so anyway, Johnny Fever on WKRP, and he was also head of, the teacher and head of the class. Which oddly enough, I was when I was in New York when I was a little kid. I was like seven years old, and I was walking down the street with my mom, and my mom said, "Isn't that Howard Hessman?" And I looked over there, and we go, "It's Johnny Fever." And sure enough, he he was with a film crew. He was filming the intro to Head of the Class. Uh-huh. So the part where he like leaps over the fence in the in like the intro part of Head of the Class, I saw that. You saw that. I saw that. I was across the street watching him film that. Wow. It's done. 
It's shocking. That's your that's your six degrees of separation from this film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. You saw Howard Hessman jumping over a fence. <laughs> yeah. And Howard Hessman is in this film. Yes. That's boom. Like, boom. Two boom, listeners. Of separation. <laughs> this podcast just got five degrees cooler. <laughs> Did it really? Out. I mean, I mean, um, I'm I'm only I mean, legit with legitimate Kevin Bacon rules. I am only yeah, I was, two g- I was saying two. I'm two only degrees. two two degrees from Kevin Bacon himself. Okay, so we could figure this out. <laughs> so we're, we're we're playing six. Yeah, but we're not there because, because six I was degrees of of clue separation. Be, and but it also works for you because you were also in Trekkies too. I was in Trekkies too. Were you? Oh, cool. Yeah, we were both in yeah, Trekkies. Yeah, a too. little bit. I mean, that doesn't yeah. surprise me, like, given who you two are, but. I, mean, yeah, I don't like, know oh, how that cool. makes any sense at all. But <laughs> no. It, no, it, I, I was in Trekkies too because the cameraman liked my glasses. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't surprise me either. Because I had awesome glasses. I still she have awesome glasses. She does have awesome Your glasses. Your glasses are so no extra. Question. But they're, right, they're so not they're not Eileen Brennan glasses. They're not Eileen We got to bring it back either to the movie we watched or a movie we should watch. Because that's the entirety of what this podcast is about. I believe we have covered basically the entire cast. Hardly anybody else is in the movie. Yes, I'm, that's I'm, true. Glad, I'm glad you're that's here true. to hurt us cats. That's into, my job. Yes, yes. Cat yes. hurting. That's what I'm here for. I'm the host. So the mansion, that the, the exteriors in some parts of the movie were shot in was bought by the producers of Dynasty. Huh. So Dynasty. <laughs> yeah. Where was that, it? Where was it filmed? Or where was uh, the, the, there, the, the Max Bush House, okay. which uh, was in L.A. and it was destroyed by fire in 2005. Oh. Yeah. So you can't go visit. You can't go it. visit. Yeah. Unlike go. the hotel but, in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I would like to point out that the the house was called Hill House because I was, because I was first, not just because of haunting a Hill House or anything like that. It was named after Deborah Hill. Okay. The producer. Actually, apparently it didn't even... They, they, if it, it was accidental. Yeah. There was a reference to... Hill House. Hill, Hill House. House. Yeah, it was It was named after Deborah Hill. Which yeah. is a damn shame. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Haunting Hill House is pretty great. Well, it's a fine, I mean, it's a fine film. And we've yeah. watched The Haunting, and that uh-huh. takes place in Hill House. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's based on the book, Haunting of Hills. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> Once again... My job the, is not the cats, to. Tim, my the job cats. is not to give you the tangents. My job is to remove us from the tangents. So we are getting close to final yes. thoughts territory. So is there any other trivia that's very important that we need to include, Melissa, before we get to Ooh. final thoughts? Did I say that Eileen Brennan was also in Murder by Death? Uh, yes, you did. Okay, we good. did. We good. Did I just wanted to make sure we it, said it was proto clue. Um, Le- Leslie Ann Warren, um, that her role was originally going to be Carrie Fisher. Oh, but she went into rehab just shortly before filming. That's oh. how Leslie Ann Warren got. And Eileen Brennan just came out of rehab, and so you know, there's a there's a parallel there. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> we should watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I just uh, felt like we needed to mention another movie. Oh yes, we should watch that. Also, all three, all three of the uh, the female suspects in this movie, all three are Academy Award nominees for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. None of them won. Which is a right. damn shame. Mm-hmm. It's a damn shame. Damn shame. We should watch other films with Oscar-nominated <laughs> actors. And just we, bring yeah. it back. Yes, we should. <laughs> I was like, that's a... Wait, oh, right. That's the joke. Wait, and Michael McKeon, in between takes, would play uh, billiards on the pool table. I guess he Which, which means we pool. should probably watch The Hustler. Would he, play, would he play billiards or would he play pool? Because those are, those two, are two different, different games. games. Yep. Were there pockets on it? I, I didn't get a close I look at the pool remember. table. If there's pockets, it's pool. Or the billiards It had to table. be pool. Okay. Because yeah. there, there were balls but and stripes. But it is the billiards and, uh, room. It's the billiards That's room. That's very confusing. That's very confusing. Yeah. Well, you can always like put caps on the holes and play billiards. That's true. Did they, though? No. Maybe. But you don't know. I don't know. You don't know. All right, don't so know. we got we to get to final thoughts. It's a mystery. Melissa. I have so much gun. In- okay. <laughs> You're Melissa. just full of movie trivia. Yeah, well, that's her job. It that's is. her podcast job. What is your final thought on... The movie Clue. Tim Curry used to have a dog named Frank. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for that. All right, Tom. Yes, I'd love to hear your final thoughts on the movie Clue. I thought it was amazing. It's it it doesn't pretend to be anything else. Like please watch it. It's fun. 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, my final thoughts, I'm going to return to my story about the Vilification Tennis Show in which the entire audience knew <laughs> the movie Clue. And I'm going to point out, at the time that this show happened, I believe my children, who are now 19 and 14, were somewhere around the ages of 11 and 6. And I, <laughs> the next day, I told them the story of this show. <laughs> what did they say? And they both were like, Duh. <laughs> I, 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 all I did was, all I said to the audience was this. Da, 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 da. And my two children, 11 and 6, said, I, I am your singing, singing telegram. telegram. Bang! So I'm just saying, Bob, I know you're not listening to this podcast probably, but if you do ever listen to this podcast, <laughs> they were 11... And six. six. Oh, I'm gonna tweet it to him. Oh yeah. I'm gonna like spam him with this link. You oh, never, yeah. you're never living it down, Bob, because now it's going out on the podcast to everybody. <laughs> and clearly, there's only one Bob, so they'll know who I'm talking about. Bob, Bob. Alberti. Oh. oh, Bob Alberti. Oh. I was just you out. All I was right. just gonna leave it ambiguous and just. But send no, it to no, him. no, but no nope. longer. Nope. Uh, it's so, out in the open. Oh hey, did you know that Gene uh, Whelan of the Go Go's won Jeopardy? <laughs> awesome. And, and and when she won Jeopardy, she was wearing bondage pants. That's I have you know, to say about that. Now I got to go find that yeah. on YouTube. Um, <laughs> but, but Bob Alberti was not wearing bondage pants. I when assume he, when he said I, during the Bill show, I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. Does he have? Bondage I think he pants? would have remembered that. Yeah, probably. All right. So speaking of bondage pants, although not really. Uh, from here, we are going to follow one of the actors in this film because we are going to next watch This is Spinal Tap. Yes! Woo! So that is our plan. <sighs> Even though we need, to, we need to get to some older movies. We've been sort of hovering around in the 80s for a while. But yeah. <laughs> we got to stay there for a little while longer because we got to watch Spinal Tap. And then who knows what will happen next. So come on back next time for This is Spinal Tap. I guarantee you that podcast is going to 11. If you don't understand what that means, you definitely want to watch this movie when we're watching it for the next podcast. And, and we'll and, catch you. Yeah. And, and Spinal Tap feeds into the Mel Brooks storyline because it's directed But don't share. Don't you, chip, 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 chip. <laughs> Save it for the nip, next one. Nip, nip, Save it for the next podcast. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. You're we welcome. really appreciate that you came to watch Clue with us. <laughs> Listeners, I don't know if you made it to the end of this podcast. You are stronger than us. Uh, have a great week or, you know, 15 days or however long. You know, have a great whatever. We'll talk to you. Bye. Let us out. Let us out. Let us in. Let us in. I am your singing telegram. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Dee, dee.